episode of the Holler Chronicles podcast, we have some story time about our best in the wild finds as collectors and not necessarily Star Wars related, but mostly Star Wars related. And we're going to follow up with a little bit of Mando episode one of season three chat at the end. Spoiler, it's going to be awesome. Josh. Ooh, we made it. Just made it. Ooh. By that Ooh, much. I know. What is it? Uh, ten mineral. Yeah, ten mineral. In college, yeah. And they kick you out. No, they don't kick you out. Teacher doesn't show up. First ten minutes. I Peace was, out. That was fifteen. It was ten at LCC. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Holo Chronicles podcast. We've got a full episode of chatting to do tonight. Uh, we're going to try and keep it at an hour, but no promises, mm. even with the six-minute late start here. Um, Nine. <laughs> I'm not very good at numbers. Never have been. Um, Josh, how have you been in the last week? Been great. Been good. You were just saying that you haven't got anything in a while since just, Christmas. Yeah, I've just been... I, I, I pumped the brakes a little. I'm letting things marinate a little you know, enjoying them looking yeah. around still got shit i gotta put up what what's your next big purchase if you had to write it down well it's mostly i have to flesh out my the missing the missing components that need to be loose in my vintage in collection your, in your yeah. case yeah so i made the mistake of uh not the mistake i mean it's great of buying graded figures and, mm -hmm. and some card back figures and then kind of thinking oh i have that figure but then realizing in that awesome display that's right behind me mm -hmm. that i don't have the loose figure to fill the blank mm -hmm. so i'm like ah oh, i thought i got that guy and then i find you know you've been there when yeah. i did that so and then there's a couple uh last 17 that i mean telescoping saber r2 is really the big 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 one that's got to happen at some point yeah I just didn't do it back when I should have done it. Back when you were finding them, and I was, I was dumb. I was just dumb. All right, it's not too late. Sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and just say, "You're dumb, dummy, dummy." Or sometimes you got to just look at other people you're dealing with and <laughs> say that. <laughs> hey, dummy. Hey, dummy. Uh, welcome to those in the chat. Thank you for hanging out with us this evening, um, and thanks for those catching us on the rewind. We're going to go a little old school. I haven't told Josh about this yet, but here we go. Star Wars news. That's fantastic. Yes, it is. Is that me? I was just going to ask. I was just going to ask. I think that one was you. Hold on. Let me try. Star Wars news. That was, that was, that me. was, that was me. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We didn't listen to it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Star Wars news. Yeah, that's, that's Trevor. Trevor. That's, that's Five O. Shout out For to sure. the Five O. Shout out in the news, as Mike, usual Mike, would say. Uh, Funko stock is way down right now. No funk, and they crap. had they had a bad last quarter. How? 
could it be that they've saturated the market with any character ever made it's, ever it's possible in fact i saw a thing on instagram something like 30 million dollars worth of funkos going into landfills Un, uh, unboxed ouch yeah so how so i don't know if this, unboxed yeah like in the boxes okay just, so you're talking about our in stock. the wild is about us in landfills finding cool crap right <laughs> well if you like funkos that's the place to go maybe uh Josh, is this the perfect time to buy Funko stock then? When it's on fire? You mean dying? Yeah. I don't know how they recover. They got, like, if they're going to make the same product, because obviously, if we just want to talk, you and I, like, if we were off air, yeah, I would say, hey, Funko stock is way down. Is this a good time to buy, Josh? No. Let I don't go, know. Let Do you think they can further? recover? I, I just don't know, especially in today's whatever market but i don't want to talk about markets i'd just say that the funkos funko you like we got rid of our funkos because we kind of went through the phase of like oh this is cool you can get almost any character they were usually super fast yeah and like, reasonably priced totally but like they had they had the characters that you couldn't get anywhere else like mm -hmm. right away yeah i don't know how they did that but they did yeah they were on they were on top of uh mando mando big time way better than black series yep. and tvc for sure but obviously they're they're using a pretty uh tried and true model of big head same dimensions fill right. it in fill it in with your character yeah so there aren't i mean we still have friends you know in our collector community that that are still way into funko yeah um but maybe maybe it's just a thing like with Black Series. There's just not as many new people come to it. Is or, there a Funko or, reinvention available? I don't I don't know. What would make you buy Funko? That's the real question. Like I, I don't I don't think I I don't think you I can't would think of a thing, and I can't either. I mean, they had I thought it was cool when they were doing the bands. Like they had yeah, you two. Like yeah. I thought, oh, that'd be a cool one to have. Or they had uh uh you know, they, they had music people, and I thought, oh, that was a good direction to go, but I mean, they could always keep doing those, but that I think that speaks to a a, a niche market. So, did they overplay their hand? Did they just have I, too? Were they too efficient? Were they not uh, exclusive enough? Meaning, they didn't release in enough, you know, at a slow enough rate to kind of make you want the next Funko. Instead, you could literally go find the Funko you wanted anywhere. I mean, you know, aside from con exclusives or whatever you know the the valuable ones still seem to be holding their value that was the next question i was going to ask like but, is it dropping the collector value of those that are kind of rare i don't think so because rare is still rare collectible is still collectible and I just I I think you said it right at the very beginning. I think there might have been they've they've reached the saturation point, and it's it's not cute anymore. Well, I don't know if it's not cute because they still are cute, but I just I, when I go to Target or or Walmart, the shelves are always full of Funko, which either means they're popular and restocking all the time. Or they're sitting for a long time yeah and i have a feeling it's because they're sitting especially with this latest news so anyway i just thought i'd bring it up that's interesting yeah um 32 million is is a hit yeah I mean, you're talking about a toy manufacturer and toys aren't as 
dominant as they used to be when the real toy is digital now, you know? Yeah. Ready for the next thing in the news? Sure. We're not going to. Yeah, we're done with that. Funko. We're done with that. Sorry, Funko. Yeah. Uh, Everett, Washington. No. That's where they're based out That's of. That's a huge tax hit. This is going to trickle down to us. <laughs> the little man. <laughs> uh, this is more localized news, Josh, but I just read this today. Portland Walmarts are closing indefinitely. You mean what? Walmarts in Portland, in the Portland area, mm. are closing indefinitely. To make room for homeless people? I think that is a factor. Interesting. So for our regional collectors out there who hit, there's there's a few Walmarts in the greater Portland area. You will not be able to, to search. You're talking about like Portland proper, like the city. Yeah, city of Portland. How many Portland Walmarts are there? I don't know. I did not have time to look. Well, I mean, that's that interesting up. because, I mean, the city, you usually don't find, the, find a Walmart like in a city, like the, the It's downtown. usually on the outside. They're always yeah. on the outside. On the outside. Where the suburbia is. Mm -hmm. So you're saying... They're even... closing them down. And I I have to think theft yeah. is a major reason why. Well, did you see the article? I know we're, this is way off track, but uh, kind of on the same line. The article about why CVS is just becoming literally a prison for product because they have to lock everything behind you bars, know, acrylic, acrylic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to get Display anything case. that's of any value, let's say over twenty dollars, I think you know, or, or things that are easily stolen or regularly, not just the cigarettes, not just the cigarettes, not just the <laughs> the adult toys or or, or products, condoms, you know, yeah, 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 all of that is the razors. I mean, you can't. I went to a CVS in a in a city. I think it was Las Vegas, and it's just locked down. Like everything, yeah. nobody wants to be like, hey, can you open this for me so I can grab those. Things that are embarrassing to take up to the yeah, can of tuna or whatever. I mean, some make tampons some jokes about that, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I get it. So uh, that's again, that is only that is only applicable in this area. But dang, like that's there are people that go to Walmart's in in a big city like that for collector purposes, sure. and they're getting shut down because of real crummy reasons. Like it's gotten so bad that Walmart is closing doors. Like they think it's better just to shut it down for a while with no time to return set than keep doors open in the mm. set, like whatever's happening, keep happening. Crazy. I think that's very telling and really crappy for Portland. Yeah. So you think there's any other cities that are doing that? Or I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle is next. Jeez, don't live in Washington, Oregon. And then that's how the last four years have gone. Like uh, Matt says only two, which I, I would like. That's still a thing, though. Like Walmart. There's two in Longview. <laughs> yeah, there's two in Longview. <laughs> and we're like 75 pop. So I, I don't know. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that they would rather shut down than just keep bleeding stolen merchandise. It must be pretty bad. It oh, must be pretty also bad. So no recourse for people that steal stuff anymore. I know. There's no shame. Nope. There's no public shaming. Um, last little bit of we news. We need pictures of the thieves up on <laughs> right at the register. Yeah. 
from like when you're in a minute martin like this guy wrote a bad check <laughs> i love those they're so shaming <laughs> this guy that's my this uncle. guy's credit card it was rejected yeah, it was rejected the other the other thing today shout out to uh, my coworker autumn she wanted to wish me um a happy star wars day this saturday um and i was like what 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 are you talking about i thought i'd missed something yeah, because she doesn't ever talk Star Wars with me. March the fourth be with you. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, like, we could go with the Imperial March. Yeah, Let's bless her heart. Oh gosh, she was trying, and Is I appreciated it. And, and I, you know, we got a good laugh out of it. I think she was a little embarrassed, but March the fourth be with you. I was like, thanks. Thank you. That. So shout out Autumn. That was funny. Made me laugh. She was really trying to, you know, make the effort, you know. <laughs> I love it. Love oh, man. it. Hey, Katie's here. Hi, Katie. Soon to be Mrs. J Row. Yeah. Um, then that brings us, Josh, to some story time mm, with Andy. With with a lot of people, and maybe some of you guys in the chat would uh, post some of your stories here. But here we go. Show me your collection. That one's definitely you, Josh. Okay. So this last, and this is this is leading into uh, some other things that have to do with you and I. But um, we have talked on here a few times about some of our some of our greatest in the wild finds sure uh, as it pertains to star wars just collecting in general um the one that you always bring up is imperial shuttle door in a stupid lot yes that was full of absolute garbage and less than the price of one imperial shuttle door yes so the yeah the ramp there no no the door the side door 65 dollars think about the lot for oh, 50. I thought it was the ramp. No, it's a, it's just a little cover that goes on the yeah, on the okay. side. It's I'm sorry I keep pointing but it's literally above my head. Right, it's right back there. Um uh, if I can. Nah. Tilt that up. Don't worry about it. It'll never happen. I'll never get it back. Um and then the one that I I that's quick to my mind is that I bought a a bag of Star Wars figures for like $70. Uh, there's like 30 figures in there, and, and they were some beaters in there, but one of them in there was a hollow cheek Tuscan. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh that was a that was a nice little happy find. Well, how, how did I get my hollow cheek? Didn't I get that on the slide too? I didn't pay for a hollow cheek. No, we got that when we got the hall. Oh, yeah. The hall had a hollow cheek. The hall hollow cheek got it. Hollow. Yeah. Jeez, it's all connected. Jeez, it's all that's x-files music <laughs> i don't have it i wish i had it um so then this last week uh a friend of ours mike who just lives like two blocks from here right he shot me a text and did he, he? two yeah. blocks my ass like two feet he's close yeah we could throw we don't have blocks up here right we have cold drives. <laughs> uh he sent me a text like and it just said dude I just got this at an antique store. Um, can you pull up the Luke Skywalker? I will on the slide. Oh no way! Really? Hold on, I have to add it. Go, go on. Okay. He he texts me, dude. I just got this at an antique shop. 
and um i'm looking at it and it looks like a farm boy luke and and uh i'm like oh, all right what'd you what'd you pay for it he's like i thought it was just a I thought it was a highly priced farm boy luke i i paid a hundred dollars for it and you know if it's in good shape that's a maybe a little on the high side but it's not crazy to pay that for a farm boy luke and then he sends me the second picture which is adjacent to the one of the luke skywalker there and is that telescoping that's a double telescoping no way luke skywalker and i and he was freaking out and i was trying not to freak out i was like okay okay calm down take a picture of the hilt for me let me see what's on it and take a picture and just it matters a lot less but take a picture of the uh country of origin on the luke and so he takes a picture of the hilt i think it's real wow i double check it with my buddy paul I sent it to him. I was like, hey, I think this is real. Verify it for me. And he's like, looks good to me. So our friend Mike picked up a double telescoping Luke for 100 bucks, And that Luke and the Sabre were in, not that it has to be all about me, but was better, is in better shape than the one that I sent to get, sent to get graded. Getting in. stolen. Graded. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so he got himself quite a wow. deal that's probably twelve hundred dollars to wow. sixteen hundred dollars loose and uh, he paid a hundred dollars for it that's which, insane which is awesome yeah and i'm like pumped for him so you don't think that's that's not repro then huh that's not repro. i mean it just looks like like why would it end up in a thrift shot repro is obviously gonna with be... with a bunch of other vintage sure actually not a lot there actually where, wasn't a lot where um, he was on a trip somewhere. He didn't say, but he had, he was so saying, it wasn't locally. No, got it. But that was crazy. So that's what got me thinking about. We can talk about this tonight. Um, what what were some of the best what were some of the best uh, finds that that you have had? And I want you to put in the chat because m most, if not all, of the people in the chat are collectors of something of some sort. And I want you to post, like, what's the best thing you found or the best deal that you found or just the absolute steal, like, unbelievable, or, you know, post that in the chat because we want to we wanna talk about it and we want to high-five you for it. Um, and no sooner had this happened that, okay, I'm on Facebook now and I've joined a few Star Wars Facebook no groups. No shit. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. But a guy posted, and this is the next picture in the slides, of a $20 shoebox that he bought at a garage sale. Is that? Do I have That's any? it right, right there. guy by the name of Tony Capella. <laughs> I don't know Tony. But it says uh, back in 2007, he bought a shoebox of original Star Wars 12 backs for 20 bucks. I still have the shoebox. I bought them home in as well. And then it goes on to say, I appreciate my wife coming along. And those are me. all carded? Those are all Jeez. mint on card. They look like, they look like back. The, 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 the retro series. Yeah, they they yeah. do kind of. But yeah, those are all 12 back original um, Star Wars figures on the card. And they look brand new. Wow. So just the Leia is a thousand bucks. Sure. So that's. That's amazing. That's. Yeah, that's $5,000. It's a wild haul. That's that's incredible. Um, 
as I was telling you earlier, um, I bumped into our friend Rook at, um, at the grocery store and told him that we were potting tonight and he's like oh what are you guys talking about i was like well we're going to talk a little mando at towards the end and then uh, i said but we're going to talk about some of our greatest finds or talk about great finds that people have found in the wild and he's like have i ever told you the about when i got my captain america comic because sure he's a comic guy he's a comic guy right thousands of comics guy and uh, i said no you haven't um he's like uh, I was at a garage sale. Uh, me and my wife were at a garage sale, and I, I was looking through a box of these old, like, little rockets from 1950. There are these little metal things, and there was a whole bunch of them. And I thought they looked cool, and uh, um, and he's and he said uh, uh, his wife goes, hey, she's asking if he has any comics we can get him for our grandson. Wink, wink, and. Uh, He's like, yeah, you got any comics? He's like, yeah, I, I, I got a, you know, I got some over here, and and uh, he's like, he's like, all right, uh, what will you take for the comics? And, and without even looking at them, because he just, he just buys comics, sure, just to see, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, would you take twenty bucks? And he's like, or maybe it's five bucks. I can't remember. It's five or twenty. Anyway, sure. it was it was five. It was five. So would you take five bucks for the comics and the? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so he kind of throws them in a, in a box and he takes them home. And, and the little metal rockets from 1950, the little metal ones, end up being like two, 300 each. And he's got a full set of them. Oh, wow. So he ends up selling those for three grand, which Jeez. is bananas. Right. Which is an awesome story in and of itself right there. $20 or $5. Exactly. But he's going through the comics when he gets home and, and they're, they're, you know, commons. They're nothing really crazy. And then there's a Captain America in there. He's like, this has got to be a reprint you know this this can't be real and he's kind of looking at it and it's in decent shape and lo and behold it's captain america number one captain america is punching hitler in the face <laughs> and i said that's bananas he's like it's way bananas because you you th you know he goes and like most of those are sold on the east coast like very few made it out west you know and, or maybe maybe it was out east and then a the guy moved or whatever and he goes i said what's that comic worth? And he's like, like 500 grand. I'm like, oh. yeah. And, uh, I was like, is that like for a, like a mint one? He's like, no mint ones are way more. Like if they, if they're graded or and stuff like they they go for way more. And I was like, dude, he's like, don't worry. It's not in my house. Like, yeah okay all right where do you live <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay. for 500 grand we're not gonna be friends anymore <laughs> five bucks he got a three grand flip on some old 1950s space toys plus a comic that is yeah. worth more like than a legendary comic yeah a legendary comic like that's awesome so we got some good finds in here all right did, see him. did you did you i didn't i didn't uh zap them but i remember him here's shabby's got one Okay, eleven of the last seventeen plus other vintage Star Wars figures at a uh, North Carolina churchyard sale for two dollars each. That's oh, not bad. That's awesome. That's pretty good haul. Yeah, even if they don't have their accessories, that's a fantastic deal. Uh, Donald Duck and Carbonite with the pin for hundred bucks. Go for a lot more on eBay from JD. Oh, at a boy, a boy. Now, I, I suppose we should follow up. Do they still have them, or did they flip them? 
That is a good question. You can ask. Did we make money? Do we buy other stuff? Uh, G Force got, uh, or his friend got early bird um, at oh, an estate for oh twenty bucks. Gosh. If those last in, year, oh my gosh! If those are in good shape, those can. I mean, those are thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love the wild stuff. That is any any other. Uh oh, somebody somebody's talking about how they lost stuff. Uh, Brett, <laughs> that is not the guy. I found an armor miscard, commando figure in the bubble at my local Target, and he sold it, pay for his trip though. That's all right. All right, obviously sub dude. I'm just that's new. That's a new guy. Well, what's up? Obviously sub dude. Obviously sub dude. The Moss Epsa encounter diorama. That's a cool little. <coughs> it's actually not that little. Oh, you pretty good up Andy with that one. <laughs> I know. I got. Got verklempt. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a cool little diorama. Getting for a good deal. Any others here, Joshy? I don't see any others. Oh, JD says he still has his. Um, good. G four says she felt guilty. Went back, tried to give her more money, and, yeah, but she wouldn't take it. It's all right. We all make mistakes. Um, especially, What's up, bro? Especially with collecting yeah i mean it's hard it's hard especially in the moment right uh you find something at the time a hundred dollars is a lot of dollars mm -hmm. even though it might be worth five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars later on it's just an interesting that's where i'm at right when i was talking about the telescoping i mean back when we were collecting and trying to fill out our vintage collections we what were what were telescoping r2s going for 400 bucks 400 bucks and now they're like yeah like 350 to 400 somewhere yeah, in that range like twice as much now yeah pre-covid yeah and now a good one is like 800 bucks yeah. So, yeah yeah it's hard to find them and that's just it and the 400 dollars at the time feels like half of what it, it feels exactly half it doesn't feel like you know, like i don't feel like inflation's in place here i just feel like it's twice as much now it's, <laughs> it's not like so, it's some value yeah at 800 or like the same as being 400 four years ago you know and some things post COVID are kind of coming back down to earth a little bit in price because everything went crazy for a while. And some things are starting, you're seeing them come back down. R2 is not coming back down. No. It's still it's no. still a high dollar item. Black series, I think the um the one that we actually got like out there would be the Mandalorian uh whatever the Walmart special white edition box. white box. Yeah. Which is interesting. I always thought that the Mando carbonite Mando would be probably like the prize which i bought that one thinking there it is like, looks cool yeah and now it's like worth 30 bucks and 40 bucks now instead but probably more than that but anyway the other one's probably 200 yeah um so this this leads us into uh cg force in, into what i've gotten all right let's see it it's about time okay so i let, let me give a little backstory this this took about three weeks to work this out because the guy was a busy guy he runs his own cabinet making business and it was hard just connecting with him he posted on offer up that he had some uh, in the box star wars vintage star wars items so the picture caught my attention he posted a few things three of them were uh, like either the box was opened but they were still in it's packaging like it never was played with like the box was just open looked at and then put back and that was it which is weird um and so there were two things that uh, i was interested in 
And um, I said, I, I would like those two things. And he's like, okay. I said, would you, I kind of bundled a little bit. I said, would you take just a little bit less, at, you know, with the bundle? He said, sure. And so then it was just a matter of working out when I could run up to Olympia and, and grab him. Well, that took about three weeks. We just, he was always busy. Condition, huh? Yeah. So I thought he's going to bail. He's going to sell it to somebody else. You know, this isn't going to work out. Doggone it. You know, anyway, he ends up getting hold of me and says, hey, it was on uh, President's Day. I was like, hey, I'm off President's Day and come up anytime. He's like, come up at six o'clock. I'm like, I'm there. So Tova and I went. Weren't we, didn't we broadcast on President's Day? Because you left uh, right after. Yes, that yeah. was with Greg and Johnny. Yeah. Because we went in the afternoon. Yep. Um, so I went up there, chatted with him, and uh, he said, hey, I'm going to have to go back to the full price. I got a lot of comments about people wanting to pay more than full price, so I'm going to go back to full price. And I was like, that's kind of a... Yeah, you made me drive up here? <laughs> yeah, you, that's kind of a... I didn't know what to think about that. Especially not ever know. I don't know this guy. I was like, we agreed on a price. I drove an hour to get here. Yeah. So I kind of. And that was before he showed me his stuff. Did you get pissy? I didn't get pissy. I was like, I, I made a face though. I was like, eh, really? And then he's like, come in the kitchen. I got the stuff here. So here's the first thing. Well, it sounds like you made the deal. <laughs> <laughs> we did and i'll tell you i'll tell you why here in just a second okay it's a good looking box great condition yeah it is pretty square jabba's or uh, rectangle jabba the hut dungeon action playset includes three star wars action figures claw two uh nikto and 8d8 in the skiff guard outfit yes of course nikto and 88 the 88 droid torture droid um in the gray base uh and this was a sears exclusive okay um this this version of the java dungeon came in uh this came in sears only now this was one of the items that the box had been opened i went fuzzy mm. focus 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 there you okay. go box went fuzzy and <laughs> excuse me box was opened everything was still in in the in the baggies the figures were still are still in the baggies uh it's got the instructions it's got everything it's got everything that it can even got a sears sticker um yes i like how the price is blacked out since it was probably sold at discount maybe maybe um but it's brand new everything in it's brand new like not been touched just this piece of tape had been cut um, but it's in great shape. You know how much this was? Or I sold how much he sold it to me for? No. Uh, he sold this to me for four hundred dollars. Wow. There's one on eBay right now. They're asking a thousand for it. But wow. He won't get a thousand for it. But um So you think it's probably worth six or seven? Yeah, because sealed in box Sears exclusive stuff yeah, yeah. doesn't show up very much. So I think it's I think. I'll tell you why in a minute why I didn't mind paying his asking price. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so that's the first thing. Now, Josh, I'm going to give you a little history lesson. There's another version of this. Okay. And it came with three last 17 figures. Do you know which ones? A man, a man. A man, a man. Um, 
That's it. I just remember a man, a man. Oh, and it, oh, it comes. Does it come with an R2? No, no. Who does it come with? I just remember a man, a man was in. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he had that one, too, apparently. This one was mine. Oh, OK. Yeah, it comes with Barada and EV99. OK, yeah, I never would have got that. And a man, a man. So this is just the regular Kenner non-Sears exclusive version, the much less popular version, the, much, the one that came out later uh, with the last 17 figures. And you'll notice that the base is the same and the crane Tan. is the same, but it's a different color. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's the exact same. It's the exact same play set, just with different figures and, and a slightly different color. Okay. Josh, there was one more play set that came with this base. Mm. Do you know what it was? Let me see it. I don't know. It's going to be an, was it an Empire play set then? It was a Star Wars playset. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Oh, the factory. Okay. I thought that, see, I was confused because I thought those were the same thing, but they're not. No, same base. Same base. Uh, this box is not in great shape, but it's the same base. Again, a, a third color. Well, actually, this was the first one, but three different colors, three different cranes, all the same mold. Now, the accessories and figures and stuff that it came with were different, but... Did that come with what you see there? Just the parts of the droids, right? Yes. And, and the little and uh, robot... parts to put together an R2-D2. R2. Okay. Yeah, that... It technically came with an R2-D2, but but yeah, it's just none of the Jawas were with it, but uh, just a lot of things you can piece together and make your own droids with. So, three bases, three molds. I hear... Uh, Modern collectors all the time talk about repacks, repaints, same molds. Come on, get creative. Star Wars has been doing this a long time. Right. <laughs> it's a very Star Wars thing, too. Slap so, a paint job on something. But of, of those three, you only had the, the first one you showed, right? That's what you bought. That Yeah, this is the one I bought Okay, on President's Day. So, uh, what uh, was nice is that I didn't have this box. So, now you get it all. So, now I got... All of it and uh are you gonna take it out open the packages and all oh, i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it like this, leave it like this. <laughs> just checking um one thing that i wanted to point out and this is in our slides is that the 88 droid on the uh that was still in the baggie uh came with a cardboard insert in the baggie which i never knew it had now i granted i'm not the biggest baggie expert but you can see that mm. there's a little piece of cardboard in between the legs there to keep the legs straight. It does appear that he peed on it. <laughs> He's got an oil leak. <laughs> but here he is. Yeah, little oil leak. You can see that little piece of cardboard that's in. in oh, interesting. Yeah. In there to keep. For the sole purpose of keeping his legs straight. And which is funny because these legs do bend. Now, could you not market that given what we're looking at as the droid urinal? It does appear that he's, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 you know he's I do. The droid urinal. I mean, how much is a droid urinal worth? Well, dollars. I don't know. I think it's all about marketing. Yeah. 
Fantastic. I love yeah. the Kenner blue. Yeah. And I just like this made in Hong Kong. Just bam. Boom. That's when packaging was not as important as it is now. Yeah. Great. It's plastic. Looks great. Plastic and cardboard. Just like every other Star Wars thing. Okay, so that was the first thing that I bought. The Jabba factory. Their dungeon, sorry. I combined in my things well so did they so you're fine <laughs> the second thing i bought has not been opened it Ooh. is sealed in the box pretty another good shape another sears exclusive pretty good shape sears exclusive imperial troop transport or imperial cruiser as it says there um a cool difference between this one and the non-sears exclusive version is that the Sears version has snow troopers and the other one has stormtroopers. Mm. So I don't know if that matters to you. Well, it's Empire Strikes Back, so now we can introduce the uh, snow troopers. Right, but they were both Empire Strikes Back. Oh, they were. Yeah, okay. the troop transport was both. Now, this is the Sears version. Again, the Sears version did not have electronics. So this little uh, battery compartment up top, <laughs> yeah, it's just empty. Now, hold on a second. I just learned something. That black piece that they've got right there, they've got a, a rebel soldier, Luke, perhaps we'll say. Uh, yeah, it's a rebel. Yeah. Just, just fully, fully like a, a what's a, a, a Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like a head restraint. <laughs> it comes with two of them. Yeah. I didn't know that's what those were for. I've never seen that picture. Yeah, it's like a it's like a head restraint. Exactly, exactly <laughs> right. Now this again hadn't been opened. Tape is still tight on it. Everything in there that's a great box. is still in there. It's very very good looking. Oh, let's see that side picture. I like this. I like this. No, uh, the long side, right there. Yeah. No. Yeah, we got Hannibal Lecter. Oh, hold on. I'll help you out. Back it up a little. There you go. Wow. And it's called an Imperial Cruiser. Yeah. Hey, Gary. Um, yeah. <laughs> Brett, I like how there's head restraint, but no. Look, he's just swinging his arms around. It's probably really heavy. He can't see. <laughs> I'm sure it's like got something up his nostrils so he can't, you know, move. Obviously, his arms are locked. He can't even bend at the elbows. So we get that. What's up, Gare? Gare Bear. Um, yeah, I like it. That's great. Now, they, one one little... I like how Vader's there, just making sure shit's going cool with the uh, Imperial Cruiser. So this is what it looks like loose. I have a, a loose one here, and actually, it oh, is it is going... Zooming. It is going to Gary. Oh, that one's going to Gary, huh? Yeah. You saw it here first. Oh, oh he's seen it before. I don't know, man. There you go. Ish. Get your head out of the way. Yeah, perfect. Boom. Oh man, we are. This is. Okay. It's getting trippy in here, right? Oh my. Okay, it's not working. Auto. Yeah, just bring it back next to your face. Like, keep your face in it. No, I mean, keep keep. Your... <laughs> are we good? No, it's all been bad. <laughs> Anyway. Part of this has been bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, we got red versus orange though. Yes. Oh, you even Nikes. Oh, there we go. Yes. Okay. Kind of. So the the Sears versus non Sears (laughs) versions here have a little bit different decals on them, and uh, where where the orange lid has no electronics in there, the red one does, and you can see the red buttons on there too. Yes. Set for stun. The chat, the chat is fully supportive right now of our of our camera focusing skills too. I like all those. Yeah, this one's my favorite. As one set for stun. So this one has the electronics in it and fortunately still works. This one, the Sears version does not, uh, but it's classic Sears. That's why they're not in business anymore. <laughs> but there's just a difference between the two. So I, I got those. I got those two boxes and I paid, I paid what he's asking for it. And um, he, I, I asked him, I said, so do you have classic? collector tip question do you have any other stuff what else do you have and he's like man i got a whole bunch more stuff in a storage unit oh no but i just don't have time to get it and i was like i don't have time to post it all and i was like all right dude okay okay <laughs> i'm not gonna haggle you with your prices here even though you already told me i could get it for less i'm gonna pay you the money and i told you that i was bringing <laughs> cash with me and I opened up an envelope oh. and I paid him. Did you feather it? I paid him in crisp $100 bills. Mm. And he was like, oh my gosh, you were serious. And I was like, well, you never know when people say, yeah, they have more. So I just, I came ready. I didn't know what to expect. So I came ready. And he's like, okay. And it, you can kind of see his wheels turn a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. There's a big difference between guys that are there and guys that are commenting on your shit online and are like, oh, it's worth more. And it's like, well, good for you. Pay it. And they're like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that today. And so this is this is why I'm laying That's some ground. That's the sound, work. by the way, of everyone on the internet. Droid <laughs> factory. So, <clears throat> so I said, okay, whenever you're ready to go get those other things. What's up, Rook? Rook's here. We already told Rook's story. Oh, good. But he's not physically here. No, he's just, uh, well, I mean, what is physical? What is? I, don't know. I mean, we're not physically there. It's true. Yeah. Sorry, we are here. So I'm, I've, I've laid the foundation, and, and, I, and I wrote down my phone number. I said, Andy, vintage Star Wars stuff, and my number. Did you tear off the top of the envelope to do that? No, I didn't. That contained all the cash? <laughs> I did not like, do you that. You can smell that. That was yeah. real close to a lot of yeah, I went, one, two. Yeah. No, I did. But anyway, I said, whenever you're ready, or the next time you go back there, take some pictures. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll totally do that. In fact, I'll, I'll just, I'll just send you the pictures. And you can tell me what you want and what you don't want. And I was like, and, and tell me exactly what you have. And he's like, oh, I got some more box stuff. I got a bunch of loose figures. Um, Where'd he get all this crap? He, he, I think at one time he, he was a collector, but how old are we talking? How old is this guy? He's a little older than us. Okay. I'd say he's probably on a scale of one to 10. What's his nerd level? 
I mean, were we pushing I were we pushing glasses up on his nose? No, I say he's a five. That's a ten, by the way. I, he's a five. He's a former collector that life changes and, and we prior- got laid. I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, well, I mean he isn't married, but right. but I think with the owning his own business, I think priorities have shifted. And it, and he was in a he lived in a nice home and everything. It wasn't I didn't get the impression he was like hard up for cash or anything. It was just like I just got stuff sitting in it and it just doesn't need to sit there. And so I'm gonna get rid of so it. So it's now. you in 20 years. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But he was I would say he's maybe 50. So All right, five well, years. Five years. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you can up your timeline. Mm, whatever. But anyway, he goes, uh he goes, I'll totally call you and uh, you can you can tell me what you want. And, and he said he's got a full run of comics, you know, basically a full run. He says, I might be missing one or two, but I think it's the full vintage run of comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, OK, he's like, uh, you know, but I said, I'm mostly interested in the toys, like figures, vehicles, play sets. And uh, if they're in boxes, even better. And he's like, OK, man, I got your number. I'll, I'll totally give you a call. Now, I haven't heard from him. I'll totally give you a call, but probably, but he also hasn't posted anything else on offer up either. So I, in my experience with them so far, I'm, this isn't surprising at all. Like he's a busy guy. He's not getting to it. He said his kid doesn't want it. So, okay. so I paid the full price to let him know I was serious. All right. And I'm hoping that pays off all right. on, the, on the next phone call. All right. All right. And maybe so I'll we tell you. Didn't, we, we have one fact, $400 for the sealed or almost sealed droid, whatever. What's it called? The Java's Dungeon. Java's Dungeon. How much? So what was your total outing? Uh, it was three fifty dollars for the boxed right. Imperial Cruiser. I'm no math teacher, but that's $750. All right. Which I stood up for it. Right? I, I, I paid his asking price. You think he does this to all the guys that show up at his place? <laughs> Shit, I haven't thought about that. Josh, you son of a gun. Please, dumb. Ugh. Oh, man. All right. Well, good. Those are good finds, though. Like, you're obviously happy. One, boxes, because you're, yes. you're in a box trend right now. Yes, I am. I think you didn't. I heard the grapevine. I haven't been to your place in a while that you have now dedicated a box room-ish. Now, Maybe poster slash box room. I mean, I've, it's uh, it's just in both. Uh, my room has gone from one to two. You're That's borging. All. Your your house is borging <laughs> into uh, just all a simulation. Yeah, yes. Resistance is futile. That's Boba Fett quote. All right, what else? Uh, that's all I got. Now I did see an interesting picture, and I don't think it was from that collection, but you put it up on Instagram, Facebook, which I enjoyed, which was like. This this lot was selling for $150, I think it was. And you're like, there's a figure in here worth more than that, which was fun because I got to watch a couple of the Facebook comments, which were way off because we're talking some Facebook friends, non-Star Wars collectors. What was that from? That was from an offer up in, uh, yeah. in Tacoma. And and yeah, you had told me about that last time. And then sitting right in there is is Helmet Luke, right? He's just He's just kind of tucked in there. <laughs> Did you get that guy? No, no. I made him an offer, and then uh, he didn't respond. And then I, I said, I went back to him and said, "Never mind," because no uh, helmet. Well, it's still. I hate to give it away if you guys were guessing online, but no, um... I, I ended up deleting it because. Uh, oh, geez. Oh, sorry. 
Because why? Because the figure that I thought was in there, the Stormy Luke, wasn't a Stormy Luke. It wasn't? No, it wasn't. It was just a regular... Was it like a Power of the Force Luke? No, there were a few vintage figures in there. There was a Boba Fett. I thought that was a Stormy Luke. I looked at that, and that's the first one I thought. I thought it was, too. I I thought it was with the helmet that's why i thought i, I was see. like but it, it was just a regular stormtrooper right. so i was actually wrong about that too now no wonder you deleted it you dummy dummy sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and call I'm yourself a dummy yourself a dummy i was definitely a dumb guy why'd you lock up oh there you are i'm here everything is weird today with my computer <clears throat> okay um i think that's gonna wrap for the the wild the wild stuff i don't have any wilds i'm sorry i haven't been on any adventures uh, that involves Star Wars. So, collecting other adventures of other kinds. Yes, many Easter eggs. Full vintage. That was, that was me. you. That was you. Uh, Full vintage Hall of Chronicles. Right now, this episode is a collector verified yeah. vintage Hall of Chronicles. Mandalorian season three, mm. episode one, just popped yesterday, and. Scale of one to ten. Seven. Well, I agree. Okay. I didn't I, I I thought it was fun. Yeah, it it lacked the uh holy shit that character moment. Yeah, which I don't know that we have to get out of every movie. Well, Mando, we right? got that on, on the first episode of season and one. And the last episode of season two. And the first episode of season two. Oh yeah, with Fett. But but Cobb and Band. also the last. Cobb Band. But also the last with Luke. So I mean, so there wasn't. They're, they're, they're doing, doing fine. No, they're absolutely doing. Guess fine. what? Thrawn. <laughs> it's happening every year. I, every season, I've come up with the, the, the. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> Even a Vandor. No, not a Vandor. Uh, Kenobi. I was like, oh, we're gonna see Cal Kestis. Here he comes. No. Here he comes. And then I'll just do another one. Thrawn. Now that makes more sense because it could Ahsoka tie in. Yes. Does that even make sense in the timeline though? It does, and it's funny that you bring that up. We're talk <laughs> it about doesn't that make sense in the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Easter egg that I thought was, uh, yeah, it does. was was really, really cool in Mando Season 1. Spoiler if you haven't seen it. Actually, this doesn't ruin anything. When they're in hyperspace and, oh, yeah. and Grogu's looking around and he sees the Purgle. Yeah, the whales, I call them. Yeah, the, the light speed whales, the octopus whales. And that is a nod to Rebels. Yeah. Um, and essential critical crucial to the whereabouts last known whereabouts of ezra bridger and said yeah. Thrawn. yeah because they were in the grasp of a purgle when they leapt into hyperspace with them so uh awesome to see just the shadowy form mm -hmm. and they're and, like being uh, followed by them yeah and, it's like they're and grogu sees like, them and he gets a little creeped out and tucks yeah, into like, mando's arms it's so it, what it reminded me of was like when you're on the on the bow of a large boat and dolphins are yeah like swimming next to it yeah that kind of like a part or orca of yeah. yeah anyway that's what i thought um speaking of mando wrap-ups i wrote an article for uh boss bounty plug 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna share a screen just for a second here just can I, while you're trying to find that screen can i just point out that the trade like i love the ship do we don't have a name for the ship right we don't it's a nabu fighter n1 it's like the cobra it's like cobra like sylvester stallone cobra version of the nabu fighter right mm -hmm. just revs up 
can I just say that in comparison to the Razor Crest, the travel accommodations are just atrocious. I mean, Grogu seems to be able to duck down in his little his little uh what do they call it? no, what do they call that then in the Brits? What do they call that? The the oh the uh the not the buggy, but the oh the buggy, right? Or whatever. It just pops out, you know, and you assume that maybe it came out from below the ship. I mean, the, the accommodations are terrible. I mean, Grogu's stuck in a bubble, and Mando's no seatbelt. Mando's literally looks like he's in coach on a on a Spirit Airlines flight, uh, just leaned up against you know the window. Yeah, yeah. This is I don't know. He needs that to be tucked into a Razor Crest type ship, to where he can just pop out of that, go kick some ass, fly back in. I mean, that should be his next move. He is going to be the king of Mandalore, so why not? I'll tell my buddy Dave. I'll give him a call. Oh, that reminds me of one more thing. A pram. Pram. He likes to push the pram a lot. Pram a lot. Um, Easter egg check. Okay. I uh our our friend Tim at Boss Bounty. He uh has asked. I actually asked him if I could write a little bit for his website if he needed anything, and he said, "Sure." Same yeah, Tim's gullible as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really Just pays attention. Kidding. You're a great um, writer. No, I, well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, if you go to his site, his website, Boss Bounty, is this scrolling? I'm doing it. Yep. Okay. If you go to the Boss Bounty website, there's a bunch of tabs you can do. It's a cool little website that he runs. Um, and he's got one or two. He's also got a Pampers advertisement on the bottom right, which is, you know, it's big time. I don't know. We are getting of age. But if, <laughs> <laughs> if you go, if you scroll down a little bit, Mandalorian season three hits the ground running. That's my uh, latest contribution. It's also right up top here. Recent posts. So if you uh, if you if you decide to if you want to read, you know, some of my thoughts on the first episode, then. It's there for your pleasure. Um, and if you do read it, leave a comment and I'll a respond comment. to it. Uh, or don't. But uh, what is it? What's the uh, what's the uh, the address I can think Bosksbounty.com. Bosksbounty.com. So anyway, that's what I've been up to lately. Do that Good one for you, man. Good job. Yeah. And Tim's been cool about it. Not that he wouldn't be. He's Tim's cool guy. Tim is cool um any any thoughts that you want to throw out there i've got two thoughts about mando season one josh do you have any i have a, a positive and a negative where i actually kind of did the whole like like did i love it no 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 not about the episode of, like the, in general just about a certain part okay it's gonna win like oh, that was kind of all right kind of weak let's hear it um the, the like the positive part about it is like we kind of jumped right in right mm -hmm. Um, I guess I have a few positives and a few negatives. We jumped right in. Um, I love Carl Weathers. I love his character, but I always struggle a little. I, I struggle a little bit with the interaction. It seems kind of over the top, but I loved, like, I loved the droid repair scene. You know, it, I laughed when IG-11 <laughs> starts crawling across the floor. I was like, like Terminator style. I could, yeah. I could actually see him in the writing room just kind of being like, we're just going to have this ridiculous moment where, like mando tries to fix him he's been a statue i don't know how he survived the thermal detonator that obviously blew everything up but whatever you know i'm good with it we can figure it blew out right, right. he lived it blew you know sure 
Um, and 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 I laughed when he was like crawling across the screen. They're shooting at him. They're shooting at him. It was just ridiculous. And then I laughed when Carl does his uh, his whole like repeating. Yeah. What, yeah. You know, and Mando's kind of like, I got it. And then he keep, continues. So I like when a joke goes too far, and then it goes far enough to be funny again. I kind of like that. So that 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 got me. Um, I wasn't like I loved seeing. I loved seeing Bo Katan, but it just felt like she was so mopey that I was just like, he flies all the way there to basically say, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do anyway. You know, and then he just and like just to have her just be like, it's it's over. You know, I'm so yeah. mad if you still got that she was still got that black dark saber. Fine. <laughs> I could have done something with it, you know, and then he walks away. So I was like. Okay, but I, I'm also cool with kind of the campiness of that, of like, like the, they're just getting the information out there super quick. We're establishing, uh, you know, that that she could have led, you know, the the Mandalorians, and that he's in a cult, and he's still. I, I, I'm so waiting for him to just get off of that, which I guess they're they're building up. So maybe we're gonna see him leave Dark Watch. I, I, I don't know, or Night Watch, whatever it is. No. Bo's death watch and he's death watch he's sorry. children of the night Chil children of the watch yeah children of the watch thank you and so i just i'm just like i'm kind of over and then he's back with the armor so a little of that kind of not frustrated me i'm just like okay they're gonna tie these knots up but they're giving us them all back i loved i thought it was super fun the fight with the with the pirates alligators oh no the pirates the, the only that was the, my biggest complaint the the pirate Alligirdle. Alligirdle. The pirate confrontation was the only thing that made me feel like I was watching Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Wait, which part? The shootout just, or, yeah, the, or just, the spaceships? Kind of the shootout. Okay. Not the space. Spaceships are rad. And I love seeing uh, you know, General, whoever the hell he is, Greenface. Yeah. Um, Moss Man. Yeah, Moss Man. I love that. I thought that, oh, that's a cool looking character. But the whole like kind of showdown the the acting if you don't have the right lighting the, those costumes just don't hold up sometimes or just a little too like you can see that you know what i'm saying yeah so i and, and that for me was the biggest issue with book of boba fett it was just too much costuming under too much good light <laughs> you're like we that's why it was dark in java's palace you know <laughs> we got a lot of rubber heads going around right here you know you got to keep it the lighting down yeah, so, you don't want to you don't want to see it in hd you don't want to see it in hd so anyway but those are just minor like this is silly that's just me being an old man you know i mean for for like the but if i shut my my critique brain off i was like oh it was fun it was fun so i uh, one thing to follow up on your bo katan bummed bummed katan bummed katan yeah <clears throat> uh she was like yeah things fell apart what's the point anymore but you know what she did ask you still have the saber yeah yeah because she, din is now an obstacle for Bo. yeah she's pissed she's ticked off at his sect because she blames them for a lot of the fracture amongst the Mandalorian which she people. said right to him right she's not made she's not subtle about that she asked where it is although we never saw it which is good because he probably shouldn't be just carrying it around willy-nilly in front of Bo-Katan mm -hmm. but oh it's probably stored in that spacious ship yeah in one of the compartments mm -hmm. um and a pram but, but she did ask where where it was and, and I think Bo is dangerous 
Oh, I think she is too. I think they were trying to give that off a little bit. Like she's yeah. like, I almost, I, I thought that was very artistic, not practical, but the fact that he does the whole walk down the throne hallway empty, she's sitting on it with her leg up, just pissed, Don't nonchalant. Yeah. And then if you even watch the end credits with the artwork, that's what they were trying to portray is this very, I don't know, disgruntled is not even the right word. It's not majestic enough because, you know, she looked. She is a paper leader. Yeah. There is nobody there. She's frustrated. Yeah. And and so I liked that from an artistic view of like, here he comes. He's almost rubbing it in her face unintentionally. And she's just kind of gives him exactly what she thinks he deserves. Like, it's poison. Good luck. You suck. <laughs> You know, if I had the saber, I would be restoring Mandalore, but you're just trying to go and dunk yourself in a in a pool to get your helmet back on. So so my two thoughts have to do with the beginning and the end of the show. Okay. Um whether now I've I've talked to a few people that thought that this was a great episode and others that were like, I was underwhelmed. Sure. Um I did see that it was the shortest opening episode of all the Mando openers, which yeah. I don't know what that of means. the three. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know if that matters because it's really by like a couple minutes. So like what does it matter? But I guess they can do a lot yeah, of couple but, minutes. Yeah, the the season two opener was like a solid forty nine minutes or right, something like yeah. that. But anyway, in the in the beginning, they established Din as and, and we kind of know this already, but on the path to redemption from his tribe okay that's important to him it's important that he gets restored in his tribe and and episode one lays out how he can do that how specifically he can do that where specifically to go and what to do he has to bathe in the waters you know uh, the wells beneath the mines in the mine, of yeah. Mandalore, yeah. Uh, and we even get the city where he's got to go to you yeah know, the, the destroyed city that, yeah. yeah off the top of my head it, it escapes me but it's in the article um and so we, so we get that we get basically the season's outline mm -hmm. of what he's going to what he's got to do all right and it's not going to take one episode to do it's going to take time but as he comes back to his tribe he is the savior of the tribe because sure. there were 30 or so Mandalorians there. They could not do anything against this creature. And, and the creature had picked off a few of them along the way. But even though he's outside of the tribe currently, he comes in as the savior wanting to be restored. And as soon as that happens, the children of the watch are going to be behind him full support i thought this just foreshadowed him as the savior of not only his tribe but what will end up being kind of like and i likened it to like braveheart where a small victory led into a little bit larger victory and along the way people are gathering and following in support and and that's how he unites everybody because once he gets his tribe boom he's got mandalorian support and there's everyone's scattered right now. Sure. But as the Darksaber wielder, he's also got the Death Watch. And as soon as he's restored and feels like he can move forward, and when people find out that he's got the, the Darksaber, boom, he's got Death Watch and, and uh, 
the the uh, Bo Katan's family, the the Crees family support behind him because they they are dark saber. Yeah, you which know, he won in battle, which which he's got in battle currently. So I think I think it's just setting him up for foreshadowing him as the savior of his tribe, which extends to Mandalore eventually. Okay, I think he's going to be the guy. There's going to be I see that too. contenders. I see that too. I see that as a good a play for the the show. The problem I have, or not the problem, like the exciting part is, is that they haven't done yet exactly what you expected. Even though they set it up for you a little bit, and then you expected something to happen, then they kind of bait and switched you a little bit with, you know, Ahsoka. Yeah. And obviously Luke last season, we didn't see that coming. And when it did, you were like, oh, I should have seen that coming. And you just didn't. I would say that I, I'm I'm interested. The only progress that I I just don't see is with Grogu. Like he's still just the baby. Well, what do you, I, can I can I put a pin in that and give my second point, and sure. then we'll come back yeah. to it because it's a good good way to wrap this up. My second point was at the end uh, when when Mando and Grogu leave um, Navarro. He blows, you know, he had killed some pirates. He blew some up in space. And awesome was, fight scene. Awesome fight scenes in space. Uh, and then... Hit the NOS. <laughs> hit the NOS button just as the uh, as the hammerhead, uh, the pirate ship came in. And Josh, you're a big Lord of the Rings guy, right? Sure. I, I, I know you to be. Um, in the Lord of the Rings, do you remember what happened after Sauron was defeated and Frodo came home? Yeah, he was he was kind of sickly. He was feeling un I don't know. He but what what was going on in the Shire? Jeez, oh, do you remember? Oh, oh, they'd been attacked by orcs. I mean, if you're in the books, right? Not yeah. the movies. In the books, they were fighting with orcs and all kinds of stuff. The Shire was still under under duress. Right. It was kind of the 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 leftover remnants right. of there was still a war Saruman kind of like and yep. and orcs that were yep. that were still around and even though Sauron had been defeated once he got home he had to fight another battle right the last battle you know right. essentially so his before his, he went to the west exactly I think that is exactly what's going to happen with Navarro we left and the pirate ship was there. And I think the pirates are going to take over Navarro because Mando pissed him off. Grief pissed him off. And so it's just going to be Navarro under attack. And even when he goes and unites Mandalore, he's got to come back and finish this because, because grief is his friend, hmm. you know, and, and uh, no one else. That's is an there. interesting. Yeah, and that's and he's got to come back with his Mandalorians to, to clean out the Shire essentially. To, to finally end the story. I thought that would be a cool thing to to tie back to. Okay. Thoughts? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Well, we can make up any shit we want. We right can now. right now. I absolutely. Mean, I, I, you heard it here first, and we'll see Thrawn. Keep saying it. It'll be, be true. Someday. Or a Cal Kestis. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Andor take but yeah no I, I i don't mind the shire i just wonder if that's a good wrap-up or if it is a platform how is that a platform for whatever they're going to do next is there a mando season four you know well favreau said he doesn't want the story to end with this season 
Sure. Um, you know, as as why would he? They're just raking it in. I mean, well, the reason why they wouldn't is because Pedro Pascal is pretty hot right now. Uh, oh, very. And so his availability to do another season may not. Yeah, but I think he's probably look if he's not if look, he's smart, the Last of Us is taking off. I get and they're going to do. More. I get it, but his contract started with Mandalorian, and the Last of Us wouldn't have picked his ass up if it wasn't for some of the popularity you know that he's yeah, garnered. I know, but I just don't think it's guaranteed. Hmm. So now, a quick point. Though. Okay. Um. Oh, quick point that I had until that very. Mo- oh, I know what it is. So speaking of Navarro, how did you feel about? how they handled the Cara Dune situation. She went to special ops and, and well, then, yeah, once they brought, yeah. Um, I need a marshal. And then it's like, what about Cara Dune? And it's like, she went to, she's doing something rebel else. special ops. So, I mean, I, I that it didn't, didn't bug me at all. Didn't I, I actually didn't think they were even going to mention her, but, but they did. And it makes sense to her character. The reason and I bring, it, and it actually doesn't, I got extreme pushback from a friend of ours when I mentioned this. So I said it doesn't actually rule out Rangers of the Republic, right? Which she was supposed to be featured in, right? Pretty heavily, like if she went to special ops, right? It's yeah, almost like it, it leads into it, it. It, yes, it could be a segue or a period at the end of the sentence, which is pretty smart, right? Because if things cool down or change or whatever who knows i i it could be pretty smart i was surprised we didn't i was surprised paul didn't get brought up as a possible marshal you know what i'm saying like where are we going with that well he's already got a job you yeah. know i'm pumped that he's back too yeah our buddy paul yeah and most watched uh <laughs> video on our channel still yeah. every month, every month um, <clears throat> so anyway um yeah that for me i was like i was like huh Okay. Like you said, like I'm surprised I brought her up, but okay, where'd we go here? You know, and yeah. and it was it wasn't like a, I guess you could call it a glaze over. It was just a, just like you said, a period or a segue. Segue. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, and and like I'm sure if I posted on Twitter, oh, so they didn't rule out Rangers of the Republic. Don't do that. Hashtag <laughs> canceled. Hashtag. Canceled. <laughs> nah, I, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not afraid of people being mad at the tweet. All says five, more all, says more about them than it does about me. Well, Twitter is, yeah, a hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, pirates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thing, Josh, was an article that I read uh, last week. Actually, I think it was more recent. I think it was this week. But John Favreau has apparently altered the Mandalorian timeline as we know it. Not that I think we knew it exactly, but it changed our our unknowing perspective about the time that has elapsed from season one to two to three. Uh, Favreau, in an interview with Sky Talkers, said that uh, that Grogu was with Luke for two years. Okay. And which on the one hand... It's just he's not progressing. Uh, well... He was doing all these jumpy things over rocks and now he's still just waddling like a baby. So I, I'm just wondering, like, so, so there is that, I think that would be the pushback against it. Like, well, if it's, if he was there two years, we should see some development in his ability skills, even his, 
physical growth. I mean, he was in... able to grab a, a jelly bean with the force. Pretty yeah, handily. and I think he was spinning himself around the table too. Yeah, with the force. That's or smart. the chair. Yeah. But um, so he's still very much the child, and even called the child by grief. I think calls him the child. Yeah. So that that would that would lead you to think like, no, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you look at the growth of the city of or of the city yeah. on Navarro, like that doesn't happen in three months. You know, it doesn't happen in six months. That that has become a green and growing city. A lot has happened. And for that, that would definitely require a, a two year at least. Yeah. Yeah. So that that on that end of it, it does make sense. But we also haven't seen Grogu or or have an opportunity to see good one, Matt. What he can do. What was his? <laughs> Josh wants to see Grogu acne. <laughs> I th I think I do. I just want like that. Like how long are they? Like the puppet's awesome. We love it. I think the marketing is taking care of it for years to come. And if we talk about Funko having a few million in the landfill, I'm sure there's some. Grogu's in the landfill. So I just want to say, I just really wanted to see Grogu even say word, not words, but like, I don't know. Do you think he says a word this year? This I just season? wanted him because what we saw through Book of Boba Fett's little side trail, you know, which was awesome. I love that. Best part of it, in my opinion, um, was this, this progression where he, I just said it, like he's, he's doing flips over the rocks. He's learning. And then I, I, he, we kind of went back to, to, to baby Yoda in this episode. So let's hope that that maybe was a, like, that wasn't the focal point of the episode. We don't, we weren't trying to show you what Grogu can do yet. He's still awesome. rolling around in the pram. Yeah. I just, it's just like, at what point are we just going to take him to the next level? As a matter of fact, when I first saw the armor, I was like, okay, even if we used your two year thing, like maybe she's what she making. Well, she's making a ladle. By the way, I wanted to bring that up too. Did you not think that that was a flashback? I thought that was Din when she would brought the helmet to him. Oh, because what happened? He it didn't. It his, got interrupted yeah, as soon as she said, "Do you swear to never take your helmet off?" And then it got interrupted by the the Alla turtle. I I was like, "Oh, this is a flashback." Oh, and I'm watching. I'm watching the flashback happen. I'm thinking, "This is the loophole." He actually never swore to always wear his helmet. So now, and then Din shows up. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> never mind. No, the, the fan theory is that that was the uh, the heavy Mandalorian's son. Yeah. Because it's the same. Sure. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. the same Fine. color, same house of, uh, of uh, shit. By the way, if you're going to have kids, you still not take your helmet off <laughs> when making said kids? Not willingly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cut that clip. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh no, no, that that's a fair question. Yeah. Um I agree. No, like Matt said, I thought I thought she was making something like we know that Din's been banished, so we have to solve that we have to, you know, close that book or finish that. But I did I thought she was maybe making something for Grogu because we were gonna see a different a different take uh based on the Darksaber and I don't know. We'll see. We uh, don't know shit. That's no, the bottom line. No, we don't. But um, I was I I watched I watched the Cyber Nerds as three guys um, from Britain. They break down 
Mandalorian episodes, among other things, and trailer breakdowns and stuff. And uh, they had a they had an interesting comment about the ceremony, the helmet ceremony, because once you put the helmet on, it doesn't sure. come off, right? Um, and it being interrupted, and we get we get a full loop closure. Sure, when Din comes back restored, and and the helmet ceremony then is completed. Yeah, um, I thought yeah that would be a good uh, bookend. You know, to to that ceremony. I'm really thing. a big fan of. We uh, don't see the end of it until until Din is the one that actually puts it back on, and he's because there's nothing. There's no reason why he needs to have it on right now. But how do we get rid of this helmet issue? Is what I really want. He's the, ma- the ruler of Mandalore, and he oh, sets oh, a new. Oh, I want to see the pro- progression of like, okay, you know, we have these ideologies. Right. Uh, how are we going to bring them together? How are we going to bring them together? And not to say that their beliefs are something that should be discounted or because it's weird to other people that it should be gone because that's something we deal with all the time, right? Right. Just because it's but weird. How do we? How do we make that? You know, like um, something that's. I don't know. Even a helmet on all the time seems a little creepy. Yeah, and I thought and we have same pretty- as Matt here. I thought that that. Uh, Me too. When he comes back, he'll she'll have a helmet for Grogu. But he's a Jedi, not a Mandalore. Well, no, he chose to be a Mandalorian. I get it, but I think that's where we're going to find, like... So maybe that's why we don't see Grogu doing all this stuff, because, I don't know, he should at least be shooting a gun or a flamethrower or something. All right, we've talked enough about this. We've made up enough bullcrap. <laughs> they must stink. You know they do. I, I do like in season one, I was like tipping his helmet, take drinks. I'm like, this is, this is, this is something that the people would revolt against. I don't know. <laughs> Two generations in <laughs> like <laughs> one. All right. Well, good stuff. Thanks for sharing your uh, wild finds. Um, and, uh, out check out your article on boskbounty.com. Yeah. Be awesome. On your takes of, of, uh, possible, Easter eggs within the man or not possible Easter, uh, possible progression of the Mandalorian season three. Thanks, man. It's fun. So it's good to talk toys. We talked toys today. We did talk toys. Today. I talked toys and we today. saw toys. I listened. I'm fine. We well, used old school intros. I mean, that's awesome. We did bring them back, baby. Bring them back. Uh, did we use all of them? I think you did. I tried. To. No, we have collector tip, which we did not use and oh. show me your collection. No, we did. I did show me. Oh, collection. but we didn't do collector tip. No. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. Trevor. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Collector tip was bring a, a envelope full of cash. Yeah. Show the cash, but don't give it all to him. <laughs> show me your cash. And then there you go. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us in the chat. Thanks for playing along. A lot of funny comments we didn't highlight on here, but we see you. They're good. Other people will read them later and laugh their happy booties off. Booties off. So, upon the conclusion of this video, go ahead and leave a like and uh, a comment about a wild find that you had gotten that you were really pumped about. Would love to read them. Yeah, or a Mando uh, uh, theory. Mando theory. Yeah, based off. Of There's it. not enough of those out there right now. We could use some more. Use some more. <laughs> As content creators, we could use some more. (laughs) But until then, go play with your toys.